Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I seek to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet, so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, discover the life God created us for, lives of purpose, peace, and abundance, rooted in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonder-working saints that the world so desperately needs. Hello, and welcome to episode 123 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today's guest is Amy Thomas. She has a podcast entitled Journeying with the Saints, and you can find out more about her ministry at catholicpilgrim.net. But I invite you to stay and to listen to our conversation because we get in deep with how it is that we might be able to pursue sanctity, our own journey of holiness, by walking with and learning about the saints. And this is what Amy does. Um, Her journey started beautifully with her uh, reading the diary of St. Faustina. And then what she did is she pivoted a little bit after that year with St. Faustina in order to be able to highlight other saints. And this year she's focusing upon Venerable Fulton Sheen, who is definitely one of my favorites. So I really hope that you find that this is a really beneficial conversation, um, particularly because it is such a joy and a treasure for us as members of the body of Christ to be able to journey with our brothers and sisters, our saintly brothers and sisters, so that we may be able to also respond to the call to holiness. Enjoy and see you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today I have the opportunity to have a beautiful conversation. I know it's going to be wonderful. I'm so excited to have Amy Thomas here with me. So Amy, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for taking the time. Yes, thank you. I love doing podcast interviews. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you love doing podcast interviews because I, I love doing them as well as a host. And so um, I was so excited when you were willing to come on the show and to talk about the work that you do. And you, you too are a fellow podcaster. Um, and so, but before we get into that, um, why don't you go ahead and share with the audience a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got to where you are today? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I am a Air Force wife. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband has been in the Air Force almost 20 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have three kids, a 20-year-old who is in college, a 16-year-old who is learning to drive and is what gives me heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a seven-year-old son um, mm-hmm. who is my, my Star Wars mega fan. So yeah. Oh, he must be loving all the Disney Plus stuff. Oh my gosh. I, it's so sad because his mother is not a Star Wars fan and he was born on Star Wars Day, May the 4th. May 4th, yeah. And uh, so he's all about it and I try to be. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, but yeah. so uh, I currently live in the DC area and mm-hmm. we just moved over from overseas. We were in Turkey for a year. Um, which was amazing. And, mm. uh, 
yeah, so I've been traveling the country for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I can identify having been in the military myself for 14 years, my husband's spending 28, uh, and um, our middle son, uh, Mike, he just literally, he just retired uh, from the U.S. Army uh, after having spent 22 years, um, and they are in the D.C. area as well. He just got a job, and uh, and they're transitioning, um, and uh, they just had a, their first uh, child. Um, we hope it's the first, um, but uh, uh, so grandson, uh, so uh, they, but they are there in the D.C. area as well, um, and uh, so it's it's so many connections uh, we're so close uh, in so many ways and uh, some so often we don't realize it but uh, what 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 caused you um to go ahead and get involved in podcasting everyone has a different uh, journey to that <laughs> well i guess we have to back up just a tad because mm-hmm. i'm kind of a fairly new podcaster mm-hmm. uh, i am a convert to the faith so um i became catholic in 2009 mm. And I were married. I was Protestant. He was Catholic. And that was probably the number one thing that we fought about. Mm-hmm. Um, as I like to say, I fought with him about because I'm kind of a hothead sometimes. <laughs> um, and I had grown up believing a lot of misconceptions about the Catholic Church. Basically, I thought mm-hmm. it was an evil cult, even though my best friend was Catholic and I had been to Mass with her and I knew that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I compartmentalized it, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I fell in love with a Catholic. And, you know, your faith doesn't mean as much to you until you have children. I mean, it does, but when Mm -hmm. kids come along, it changes everything. And so our daughter changed everything. And now it really mattered. Are we going to be Protestant? Are we going to be Catholic? Mm -hmm. And so that was one of the things that we fought about. And my husband is an engineer and he's very logical and intellectual and analytical and he just laid out every argument and it just blew me away how wrong I was and so I had to go start learning about it for myself because I was mm-hmm. very I was very humiliated because I was so wrong and you know we don't like to be wrong mm-hmm. um but I could not argue with him and so I realized that everything I believed about the Catholic Church was just kind of I just picked up osmosis. Like I didn't know why I believed in that. I just did because I grew up mostly in a Protestant, you know, community. Mm -hmm. And so I started researching church history and where we got the Bible and that just like floored me. Yeah. And um, ultimately it was the Eucharist that Mm. really grabbed me. Um, And so I just, I knew I had to convert and that was in 2009. Well, in 2009, um, one of my dear friends from college who had been a Christian became an atheist. Mm. And, you know, I was newly Catholic and, you know, it's kind of cliched to say, but it's like when you convert, it's like this treasure box is open to you and mm-hmm. you want to learn all the things and do all mm-hmm. the practices. And you're like, I've been denied all this for my life. And, and she started really attacking Christianity, specifically Catholicism on social media and me. And I did not have the answers for her. I knew there were answers, but I didn't have them. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to argue with her, but it was not going well because I, I wasn't learned enough myself. And so mm-hmm. I, I said, you know what, I'm going to take a step back and I'm just going to spend some time, you know, learning about the faith 
mm-hmm. so that I can understand this. And so I did. And I, at that time, I started blogging when blogging was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, just expressing my thoughts. And I just, I, gosh, I probably read ugh, maybe 75 books that year. And mm-hmm. I, I just soaked it all in and I just kept reading. I could not get enough. And um, so that's what got me started in blogging. And I slowly, slowly built my, my, um, you know, my niche, what I wanted to focus on. And I realized that I wanted to call myself the Catholic pilgrim because as a military spouse, we travel a lot and our family can go on kind of mini pilgrimages wherever we live. And I love to travel and we're all on a journey towards heaven. And so it just kind Mm -hmm. of worked my life. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I myself am a convert, uh, you know, back 1989. Um, but uh, the, the fact is, is that um, I, I can so identify with uh, wanting to suck down everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize how thirsty I was. And mm-hmm. it was incredible. I'm like, I wanted to tell everybody, but you know, it's mm-hmm. hard. I'm sure as you know, when you convert, you're your family that is not Catholic is not as receptive to hearing everything you want to share. And yeah, <laughs> now it, it was, it was a difficult uh, transition uh, for me in, in the sense of um, with, with family, with my mom in particular, uh, really had a difficult time with it. And uh, so um, it, it was, a, it was, you know, difficult for a while. Um, but then finally kind of came to the language, which was, this is what is life giving for me and, and her as a mom, it was like when I could express that, then she's like, okay, if this is what's good for you, um, is life giving and is bringing you to Jesus anyway, you know, so we never were in disagreement about Jesus. Um, you know, and, and that was where, so now I joke with her, about the fact of because she was Presbyterian and now and and then subsequently she has become Methodist and so I joke and say you're getting closer just keep coming you know <laughs> so I I can identify so but but you were you know as a Catholic pilgrim uh, that that's beautiful that's really beautiful well it's interesting because I had originally called myself when I first started blogging I had called myself passionate purpose because my husband always tells me that I'm very passionate but that mm. kind of got mistaken as something else online yes <laughs> I'm taking the wrong way and so it wasn't really working and oddly enough my dad who's not Catholic he's Protestant but um when my husband was deployed uh you know I went home to live near my parents and I lived with my dad and he said to me one day he's like Amy I want you to watch this movie I think you'll really love it and uh it's got a lot of Catholic you know undertones and I was like oh what is it and he's like it's called The Way mm. and, um I was like okay I want to watch it and so mm-hmm. it's all about walking the way right. and staying and everything and I was just like oh my gosh I have to do that and uh once I watched that movie and I saw them on pilgrimage like that I was like ah I know what my name should be. So that's mm-hmm. where I got the name Catholic Pilgrim. Have you had the opportunity to go on the El Camino? That is, I told my husband, it's like, when you retire, that's bucket what list. I, yeah. Yeah. That's no, what I'm <laughs> no it, it's on my bucket list as well. Um, and uh, so yeah. it, it's, it's definitely something uh, that is transformative just to go on pilgrimage uh, back in uh, 
I want to so 16 in the summer of 16 uh, we went uh, to Europe and it was pilgrimage so uh, my husband has a huge affinity for St. Teresa of uh, Vila so we went to Avila and spent time there but then for me because uh, St. Ignatian was huge Ignatius of Loyola was huge for me we went to uh, Montserrat um, and uh, I, I could I could stay there forever. It's awesome. Um, but then we went over to the other side of the mountains to Lourdes, and then we and then we went to uh, to Rome. And uh, so, but it was all it was different because it was pilgrimage. It was this was the focus. This was part of what we were doing, and it was during the year of Divine Mercy. So we we laugh and say we got so many insults <laughs> by walking through holy doors and going to confession. <laughs> And, you know, so um, we're, we're hoping that if it didn't help us for, you know, a shorter time in purgatory, it's helped others. Um, so uh, that, that, that's our hope. But what, what uh, then led you, so you blog, you were blogging um, and for several years, and then what led you to find and take the plunge uh, to, to doing podcasting? Well, my brother is a podcaster as well. He's pretty successful mm. at it. And we were talking and he's like, you know, blogging was kind of on its way out, though I still love to write um, and mm -hmm. I still love to blog, but um, he was encouraging me to start one. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And, and when we were living in Turkey last year, um, previously in January of 2020, I had tried to read through Sister Faustina's diary. Mm. And then, you know, the you know, COVID hit and then we were moving overseas and I just couldn't find myself getting into it. Mm -hmm. And then December of 2020, I was just laying on my bed one day and I had that diary in my hand and I just felt a very intense push to start a podcast where every day I would read a short reading from her diary mm -hmm. and I would have accountability because I would have a podcast and I would have people showing up and mm -hmm. I would give a short reflection. And I was like, right. should I really do this? And mm -hmm. it just felt right. And so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll start a podcast and this is what it will be. And it's kind of hard to jump into a daily podcast as your first right. um, But it was such a blessing. Oh my gosh. I, I'm kind of, I'm still a little grieving over the fact that, you know, I'm done reading it as far as mm -hmm. like for the podcast, other people are doing it, but yeah, it's just, uh, it was, it was really awesome. So then I decided I want to keep this going. And so I decided, you know, I'm just going to switch off and on from a, a male saint or mm -hmm. um, into a female one and just read their works because they can show us how to grow in holiness. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And, and there's such exemplar examples and, uh, mm -hmm. No, they definitely are. Um, I, I love uh, the, uh, the the name of your of your current podcast, you know, Journeying with the Saints. But then, um, you know, of course, uh, for those who want to find your podcast uh, with Saint Faustina, what 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 did you name that? That one's just a year with Saint Faustina, and you can mm -hmm. find that pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and that is still up. The whole year is already available. So if you want to binge. <laughs> listen to St. Faustina's diary, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, and I am in the process of transitioning it also over to my other podcast, which is the Journey with the Saints. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. 
but this kind of, year kind of like a bible in a year uh, that followed yeah, my, yeah. well so. i was listening to that one while doing my own and oh, so wow. could, you know i could kind of uh uh, relate to uh, Father Michael Schmitz. I'm like, I know what you're going through with a yearly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but that was wonderful. Yeah. Mm. No, it definitely is. And uh, so um, you were kind of sharing what a what a blessing, uh, what a grace it was to to make that journey. Um, you know, uh, did you, um, is there one in particular that that you can think of that that you could share you know of the graces or maybe somebody else shared shared one with you of uh, their journey uh through the diary yeah i i i can't even count how many people have actually written to me private messaged me and said i always wanted to make it through the diary and i just could never seem to do mm. it and because it, mm. it is dense and it's it's deep and if you're not a mystic like she is mm -hmm. she was it's, it's a little difficult to really gather everything that she's saying. And so to just sit down and like, you know, I'm just going to plow through this. You, you just cannot do it. And I think that's what I was trying to do the first time that I read through it. And I think a lot of people maybe approach it that way. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've had countless people write and say, this podcast helped me, you know, get through the diary. And I've had so many blessings. I, I see now the mercy of Christ and that, you know, just touches me. I've had people from Europe that have written and said, you know, I listen with my kids in the car. And, you know, I even had some people who were falling away Catholic say that they found the podcast and they went to confession for the first time in years. And so I was like, this is all, all God. I was just the voice that read the diary. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, but but you were open and courageous enough to respond to the Holy Spirit's promptings, and um, I think sometimes we forget that that's how God works. Is yeah. that He'll prompt us, and we we give our yes, and that and that's part of why I, I always speak about say yes. But we give our yes, and then He does the work through us, and it helps transform lives and we're, we're always, our world is always telling us that, you know, oh, you got to be doing something, you know, you have to have this huge, like, for example, social media following, huge following, or, you know, how many, how many people, you know, uh, listen to, you know, are part of your YouTube channel or subscribers to a podcast or whatever. And the fact is, is that God always will use what we will say yes to, to do far more wondrous things than we would ever have imagined. Um, yeah. I mean, so um, it's something of, you know, just reminder, uh, you know, especially, you know, to the listeners out there, God is working through you, regardless of whether or not you might not, you might not necessarily see it right now, right. but he's working through you. And uh, so, but, but what a treasure, you know, to have that now. Um, it, it's, it's now there. It's, it's, it's like a book. Um, you know, you used a book and you kind of created <laughs> to get people through it. So awesome. Well, wonderful. So who are you focusing on in uh, with your journeying with the saints uh, this year? So this year is Venerable Fulton Sheen. And obviously not a canonized saint yet, but I'm, I'm trusting that that's going to happen. <laughs> it will. It will. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is, um, just really speaks to me. I, it was between him and St. Francis de Sales. 
And um, I got both of their books and I just, I, I sat down with both of them and I looked through both of them and um, it was, it was hard. <laughs> but um, I think because, uh, you know, Bishop Sheen is more modern, um, mm -hmm. he, he, he's so prophetic that you would think that what he is saying that he lives right now. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I mean, I have to remind myself, oh, he's not here witnessing what we're going through right now, but he's speaking so directly to it. It's incredible. And um, mm -hmm. I just felt like that was really needed in our day and age. So, uh, so do you do a similar format then, kind of like what you, you did with uh, St. Faustina and her diary with uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen's writings? Yes. So the book we're I'm reading is The Way to Inner Peace. And this year is a weekly <laughs> podcast, <Okay>. not daily. <laughs> uh, and that podcast drops every Monday. But um, yeah, so it's a smaller book and there are numbers in it. And so mm -hmm. I just read one number each week. And at the end of the year, we'll have read through the whole thing. So mm. beautiful. Um, well, I mean, it, it's something where. Um, I'm, I'm doing the Bible in a year this year. Um, and so uh, when I have a chance to do podcasts, I jump on and I, and I listen and it, it, it's absolutely beautiful. So thank you, you know, for your work that you're doing there. Um, you know, you made mention about um, before about how exemplarily, uh, you know, what, what models and, and examples saints are for us. Um, and so, you know, is that the main reason why you think it's important for people to be kind of journeying with the saints or is there a, another hope that you have uh, for the podcast? Well, you know, obviously growing up, I, we didn't ever talk about saints. Um, mm. And so the, it just has opened my eyes to all these fantastic lives of the saints and they're all different. I mean, they all have unique gifts they did fantastic things. I mean, if you look at St. Faustina, she really was kind of like an obscure nun living in a convent, basically almost cloistered, not completely, who changed the world with her writings. And so that just shows you that, you know, even if you think your life is small or, you know, kind of hidden, like you said earlier, God will work through you to do incredible things. I mean, you wouldn't think that somebody like that could change the entire world. I mean, her writing is over the whole world and everybody gets to learn about Christ's divine mercy. And so, you know, I just, I, I've grown so much in my knowledge of the saints and I think they just, they live out the virtues so well. And we can see, I mean, even reading through St. Faustina's diary, you can see when she struggles and she talks about that. I think sometimes we think the saints' lives were perfect um, without suffering. I mean, they suffer like even more than the rest of us and they find a way to you know, use that suffering for God's greater glory. And I just, we need to hear that. And we need to hear how their lives are so vastly different, but yet they use their gifts. You know, they just entrust their gifts to God and say, let me, let me bring your message to the world in whatever way, you know, I can. And I just love that. Uh, and, and, and it is a, a wonderful uh, way for us to really be encouraged yeah. um, and so that we can persevere when we run into all of those challenges, all of those difficulties. And so 
Um, speaking of which, you know, what, what have you found to kind of be the most challenging about, you know, trying to share, um, you know, the saints with others? Oh, gosh. I don't know, actually. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people view the saints as, you know, a, a separate class of people. Like, mm. They're kind of like uh, God's chosen ones that are kind of set apart mm -hmm. and helping people to realize that we are all created for sainthood and, mm -hmm. and not to say that in a, you know, you know, prideful way, but in mm -hmm. humility, you know, your life has purpose, you were created for a reason. And so, you know, it's not just meant for, you know, these people in the past, saints are being created today. And I think even a lot of Catholics forget that it's meant for you too. And that doesn't mean you have to necessarily be on the global stage, like a mother Teresa or, you know, St. Pope John Paul II or something like that. You can do it in your community, in your home, where you're at. And mm -hmm. I think trying to get that message across to people, especially in our social media world mm -hmm. where everybody wants to do something big and something amazing in order to be seen and heard um trying to get them to understand that you were meant for Satanhood too is <laughs> i think it's a hard thing to get across <laughs> it is it, it, it's hard to uh wrestle with that reality that um and and this is the other part too that you know in my own you know journey and then also with others um you know is that is that whole idea that it's not just to become a saint when we die right. rather it's to be living breathing wonder working saints here and now because when you start you know reading the lives of saints you realize oh my gosh there's miracles like all over the place that they were instruments of helping bring about um and uh, you know and and it's just amazing when you think about they they didn't think of it as you know they knew it wasn't them it was all god but we are to be those kind of instruments too and for as much as we have uh quote self-empowerment um and uh self-realization out there um it's amazing how little self-esteem uh we all have in in that we don't claim our identity as sons and daughters of the the great high king of god himself and you know with that comes all of that power and, and grace but um so kind of flipping a little bit how do you think your work your your journey um has been helping you on your journey to be a saint well you know we're called as as you know christians to be humble and part of that is recognizing our gifts and then that come from god and then using those gifts to glorify God. And I think sometimes when we, when we acknowledge our gifts and our talents, people see that as a prideful thing. And mm -hmm. I really had to recognize, you know, it's okay to acknowledge your gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I am a, I believe a good writer and a good teacher. Mm -hmm. And so how can I best use those gifts in order to help others learn about Christ? Those are the gifts God gave me. And so how can I use them? And just learning to step out of my comfort zone, write about things that maybe people don't really want to hear. Um, but 
you know, using that to maybe bring truth and light on different matters. And, you know, just that's my biggest thing with everything that I do from podcasting to writing. Now I've done speaking before is I want to bring truth. I want to shed light on the beauty of Catholicism and how close it brings us to Christ and, you know, just using those gifts to help other people and realizing that that's not a prideful thing. <laughs> right. You know, my husband, I believe his gifts are the gifts of leadership and, mm -hmm. And he's to use those in whatever way he can to bring others to Christ. And so, you know, it's doing this has humbled me a lot because I've had to learn mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot. Like I said, I had to go you know, research, read a ton of books. I still do, um, you know, realizing I don't always have the right answer, <laughs> which is hard for me. Yeah, and I can identify. Keeps me <laughs> humble in that way. <laughs> um, it's been such a joy and a treasure to like travel along with all the people that do follow me on my social media platforms, mm -hmm. um, just to hear their words of advice and their encouragement and see them grow in their faith. And, you know, if I share a church in Turkey that they're like, I had no idea that there was such a beautiful church there. And mm -hmm. I got to go on pilgrimage to the Holy land and to be able to bring that back to people was such a joy. I don't know. It's just, mm -hmm. It's such community and I love it. And um, it just feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I, I can identify. Um, <laughs> so of, 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 all of all of your kind of pilgrimaging and your journeying and uh, sharing, um, what's been one idea or habit or practice that has been key for you in living out the life that God created you for? Morning prayer time. <laughs> Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I started, uh, gosh, I don't even remember now. It's been years. Uh, I, I started giving up sleep time to get up early in the morning before my kids get up to just sit and have my prayer time. And I use the Magnificat um, mm -hmm. as my prayer tool and mm -hmm. just to read the daily readings and you know, use the prayers that are in there. It always has a part about saints in there so I can learn about the saints. It always reminds me of what feast day we're celebrating. Um, it has been absolutely instrumental. Like if I lose my Magnificat or it doesn't come in time, I'm panicked. <laughs> I don't even like the online version. I know it's there, but I don't want that because I just love holding it in my hands and, and just having that prayer time and you know, some days I don't get, you know, a full 30 minutes or whatever, but um, I just, I need that to ground me, to connect my day to, to God, to offer it to him and just to be close to him. I, I just need that. And if I don't get it, I can feel it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, and uh, it, it's part of why, uh, I mean, church is taught from the very beginning, you know, daily prayer daily prayer and meditation. Um, and uh, so um, I, I, I talk about that is that's step one, you know, you're, you're wondering how can you get closer to Jesus? That's step one, that daily prayer and meditation. And then he will show you, you know, and, and the sacraments, of course, you know, uh, give us his graces and, and his presence. And, you know, so I, I say that's step two, but yeah. uh, step one is that relationship with him, that friendship um, and uh, that intimacy. And, and then, 
Um, and the reason I say, you know, sacraments are step two is because the graces of the sacraments really only can come full force when we have that relationship with him already there and then we can receive them. So, um, but I, I'm, I'm so glad that you, that you have that. Um, and, uh, it, it's such a joy, um, to be able to start your day. Um, and I, I joke and I say, I put on my Jesus glasses. <laughs> um, because my, my glasses are really bad when I look around at the world, uh, and, and people, and I judge people and I get upset and, you know, especially as a mom, uh, there's so much that you can't control. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wonderful. So a little bit, you know, I, I can't believe that our time is already ending for us. Um, but a little bit of fun. You talked about all of the different books that you've read, but I'll let you broaden your category. But what's your favorite book, movie, or TV show? My all-time favorite book is *To Kill a Mockingbird*. Oh, I, <laughs> that uh, is also my favorite movie. <laughs> well, I mean, you're close enough, and it would be a little bit of a trip. But um, I had the absolute privilege. Um, I took my mom um, and uh, our youngest son. We went up to New York. Um, back in December, and we saw To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. Uh, and, yeah. you know, so Greg Kinnear actually has taken over the role of Atticus Fence, but we saw it with Jeff Daniels. Okay. But, uh, but, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the people who are, are playing uh, Scout and Jem are just phenomenal. But I, I highly, it, it's well worth the, the, the pilgrimage <laughs> up, to, up to New York uh, to, to have that, especially if that's your favorite book. Um, I, and, uh, but I so loved it as well. So I actually shared this with you before uh, we started, but is there a particular actress that you would like to uh, play you in the movie about your, your <laughs> life, which is going to be a saint movie, kind of like Song of Bernadette, you know? Uh, so who's going to play Amy Thomas uh, in, in the movie? Well, I am so bad. I'm not even up to date on who, what the, who the actresses are today because yeah. I don't watch TV anymore, hardly at all. Mm -hmm. I just find so little of it um, helpful to my life, I guess. Mm -hmm. So if I actually had to pick, I would, um, and she's no longer living. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but I, I either Grace Kelly or Audrey Hepburn, those Classic. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You, you said you said both of those and I immediately knew who it was that I'd pick for my life and it'd be Barbara Stanwyck. <laughs> you know, so yeah, the, the, the classic actresses, that, that's beautiful. Um, so one final thing, um, and this is kind of, uh, you know, it helps us all as well. So if you could go back in time and share one piece of advice with your 18 year old self, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Well, at 18 years old, I had turned my back on God at that period of my mm -hmm. life. Um, at 17, I'd had a very um, tragic incident happen in my life, and I thought God had abandoned me. Mm -hmm. And so since I thought he abandoned me, I was going to abandon him. I still believed in God, but I did not want anything to do with him. I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want to really pray. Um, I was just going to live life my own way and deal with things my own way. Mm -hmm. um, but that 18 year old me was so unhappy, so unhappy and bitter and trying to find happiness in all the wrong places. And I would mm -hmm. just tell her he never abandoned you. And he was right mm -hmm. there with you. And 
you cannot see it right now, but he will take this tragedy and turn it into something beautiful that you can't see, but just trust that it will be beautiful. And he did. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and how beautiful that that message uh, is so rooted in the journey that you took with St. Faustina. Jesus, mm -hmm. I trust in you um, and to, to trust. So beautiful. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much, Amy, for your time. Oh. I've so enjoyed our conversation and I know that everyone out there um, has as well. Um, and so as we're ending, uh, let people know where it is that, you know, the names of your podcast and where they might be able to find out more about you. Yes, yeah, so my uh, website is www.catholicpilgrim.net. And if you go on there, you can subscribe and you'll get my podcast uh, whenever it drops. But you can look wherever you listen to podcasts for Journeying with the Saints. Uh, season two is with Venerable Fulton Sheen and season one is with St. Faustina mm -hmm. in her diary. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Catholic Pilgrim, not a Twitter user. <laughs> Yeah, just can't get down with that, but um, that's where I'm at. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that you're going to be picking up a, a few more subscribers, and uh, especially for the podcast. And uh, and I, I look forward to uh, being able to journey with you uh, again in the future. For everyone out there, thanks so much for joining us today. And know of my continued prayers that you are able to continue to do whatever it takes so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless. So what might be some resolutions that you could take from the conversation that Amy and I had today? Well, the first one is go and check out her podcast. Go and listen to her year with St. Faustina or her current offerings about Venerable Fulton Sheen. Um, and that's a great way for you to get started learning about the saints. Another is go ahead and read either the diary of St. Faustina or any of the many works of Fulton Sheen, or any saint who has touched your heart and you want to learn more about them. And finally, I invite you to, if you don't already know, go and find who your confirmation saint was. What was your confirmation name? And if you don't remember, then choose one now and begin asking their intercession, asking them to journey with you as you strive to become the saint that God created you to be. Hey everyone, just a quick invitation to you to consider joining in the remaining Alpha Online sessions. Alpha Online is an opportunity for us to talk about the big questions of life and also for us to discern ever more deeply how it is that we can respond to them. So the Alpha Online small group is each Monday night from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And we're going to have four more topics, May 2nd, May 9th, May 16th, and May 23rd. And we're also going to have a mark the date, Saturday, May 14th, an Alpha Retreat Day, where we're going to spend the day immersing ourselves and learning more about the Holy Spirit. So please come join us either on Monday evenings or on Saturday, May 14th. You can find out more at sayyestoholiness.com. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, 
please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes. Or you can visit my website at sayyestoholiness.com or send me an email at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we've begun here today. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we tell the master of death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation with you again soon. God bless.